Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We're looking for TV's version of Aloha. Wish me luck. Because final season premieres need a simultaneous hello and goodbye. Well, in that case, no. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch this weekend. Friday, February 16th to Sunday, February 18th. We're counting down the weekend's top five must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. Ken Affleck certainly has a nice ring to it. But it just wasn't meant to be. Barbie star Michael Sarah has shared a fun tidbit from Barbie Land. Ben Affleck was supposed to have a cameo in the celeb-studded flick. The revelation came during a recent Q&A for the Happy, Sad, Confused podcast. After host Josh Horowitz brought up the fight sequence, Sarah's character Alan has with the construction kins. Sarah told Horowitz, quote, I wasn't even supposed to fight in the movie. Am I allowed to say what was supposed to be? It was supposed to be Ben Affleck. Am I allowed to say that? Sarah went on to reveal that Affleck had the dropout due to his commitment to last year's sports drama Air, in which he also starred. Now, Sarah did not specify which role Affleck had been tapped for, but he would have rounded out a big-name cast that, of course, includes Margot Robbie, America Ferreira, Kate McKinnon, Ryan Gosling, Will Ferrell, Rhea Perlman, and Helen Mirren, among others. And he is not the only A-lister who had to bow out of the Oscar-nominated film. Timothy Chalamet, Saoirse Ronan, Dan Levy, and Bowen Yang were among the stars up for Ken and Barbie roles. And Jonathan Groff was originally considered for the part of Alan before it went to Sarah V. Icon Sarah. The cat's out of the bag. Or the worms out of the sand? However you want to put it, the point is, yes, rumor readers, Anya Taylor-Joy is in Dune Part 2. The actress put internet chatter to bed by walking the red carpet at the movie's London premiere on Thursday. And yes, we know who she's playing, but no, we aren't telling. The movie opens March 1st. And her love don't cost a thing, but you can still buy tickets to see her love story unfold this summer when Jennifer Lopez returns to the stage for her first tour in five years. The global superstar announced Thursday her upcoming This Is Me Now tour dates, which will see the 54-year-old visit over 30 cities in North America to perform her back catalog of hits as well as fresh material from her new album This Is Me Now and its accompanying narrative film of the same name, which we will have more on in just a little bit. Pre-sale tickets will be available via the On the JLo site beginning February 20th at 9 a.m. local time, with general sales kicking off February 23rd at 10 a.m. local time on Live Nation's platforms. You can see the full list of tour dates at EW.com, which is where you can get more on all of these stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more. We're returning to the only show that could be ruined by a No Fear t-shirt. 
A new season of Naked and Afraid starts tonight. In its 17th season, the show isn't breaking with the formula that made it a hit. Oh, no. More pairs of hardcore adventurers will be dropped into the wilderness with no food and no water in there altogether. Here's a preview of a lot of naked people figuring out how to survive in wild conditions. It's, it's coming back. This is crazy dangerous. We've had the whole before they can get over here. We're on the menu. That's a massive crock. Yes! One day at a time, girl. Yeah. In the Amish, the housework is the woman's job. I guess we're going to eat leeches later. You build the shelter, and I'll shut my mouth. My menstruation came early. Wish me luck. The new season starts with a hunter and a farmer attempting to survive for 21 days in the wilderness of South Africa. Though the wildlife proves difficult to hunt and the duo takes a big, big risk to make it through the full three weeks. Naked and Afraid, a show with more blurry spots than a Bigfoot documentary, returns Sunday at 8 on Discovery and streaming on Max. In its first season, Life and Beth, our number four pick this weekend, saw Amy Schumer's Beth deal with her mother's death, all the while unexpectedly starting a relationship with Michael Sarah's brutally honest farmer John. And in season two, they're taking things to the next level. Have a listen. Okay, listen, John and I are getting married. What? Let's get you wedding ready. Okay. Uh, there's no mirror here. It's okay. We don't need it. Uh, do I look okay? Well, it's too late. I want to appreciate this moment. I'm not going to let anything get me down. Hey, Beth! Let's go in and see if they have a table. Do you have shoes? Yes, but I left them at the horse farm. Would you hold these? I have to pee so bad. Season two sees John and Beth get married and start a family, all the while surrounded by an impressive guest cast, including Amy Sedaris, Jennifer Coolidge, Beanie Feldstein, Tim Meadows, and more. Sometimes I have no idea what he's thinking. I'm just looking for some answers. I see here that, you know, you did have kids. Oh, no. Does the ball say that? Ball's in the sand here. I'm just looking at your body. Yeah. She's right. Like four or five. <laughs> I think I've always kind of known that my brain works differently. You said you were an expert and that you could evaluate John. I am not exactly an expert yet. What do you mean when you say symptoms? That's a big word. That's a great photo of Meg Ryan. She's a patient. Not of mine, but I know her issues through a friend. I think we're gonna just go. I really want this to work. Can I maybe choose that path? That's all life is, Beth. Just choices. You love John, because he says exactly what he means. I don't want to meet any new people. I want to be with you. We're going to have a family, and it's going to be great, Beth. I'm pregnant. When I wake up now, I think this is going to be a great day. Hold and exhale. 
feel soon like we're teen parents. Well, this is what we call the geriatric pregnancy. How so? I know I don't always say the right thing, so I figured we should hire someone. I'm your doula. Wow, your skin. Thank you. You're very dehydrated. I'm gonna get you some water. Everything's gonna change. Name something, it's gonna change. the important issues, okay? How many drinks can I really have? No alcohol, no marijuana. No coffee. One cup a day is okay. Okay, but if I don't have the coffee, then probably fine to have a glass of wine. This feels you know, like we're all agreeing. I would just not. Yeah, don't. You wouldn't, but... And you won't. And I won't, no. right. Well, you can follow Beth and John on their journey. Season two of Life and Beth is streaming now on Hulu. Eliza Bennett is joining Hallmark's February celebration of Jane Austen. Very fitting. The channel is rolling out four new movies that honor the Sense and Sensibility author's legacy, including An American in Austen, which stars Bennett as a librarian who thinks no man can ever live up to Pride and Prejudice's Mr. Darcy. But as we wait for that movie to arrive, we wondered, Eliza Bennett, what you watching? So recently I have been watching uh, One Day on Netflix. I just finished that. And if you're a fan of the book, I think you'll really enjoy it. Um, the actors are amazing. And to be expected, you'll bawl your eyes out. Because um, one of my favorite shows is Normal People. So I do love a love story sort of being stretched out over a long period of time. Um, I always go back and watch Gavin and Stacey with BBC. Back to my English roots. It's still one of my favorite shows. And then the last movie I watched was actually The Holdovers, which was so beautiful. Um, I'm a huge Paul Giamatti fan, and it just sort of perfectly holds this space between sort of being incredibly melancholy and yet still full of hope. So I highly recommend that. Five out of five. Um, and of course, the self-plug, you can watch me on American on Austin on Hallmark or on Sexy Beast on Paramount+. Plus. Well, if you're following up on Bennett's recommendations, some great ones there. Both Gavin and Stacey and the Oscar-nominated The Holdovers are streaming on Peacock, and you can catch One Day on Netflix. If you want to see if Bennett can find her own Mr. Darcy, an American in Austin premieres Saturday at 8 on Hallmark Channel. Patrick Mahomes is going to Disney World after the Super Bowl, but CBS is hoping you'll turn on the TV and put the remote away as it strings together three consecutive season premieres. The seventh season of SWAT, the second season of Fire Country, and the final season of Blue Bloods all start tonight, back to back to back. Here's a sneak peek at Fire Country, where we join Max Stereo's Bodie as his team puts out a wildfire, but it quickly reveals itself to be a dream. And unlike Billy Joel, Bodie may have started the fire. Greencrest, 42 and 3 rocket established an anchor point at the flank of the fire. Break. Captain Perez, take 3 rock east to my location and cut a line. You're going to stop this from trying to slip around us. Roger that, Chief. Cutting a line east of your position. 3 rock is on the move. You heard the Chief, gentlemen. We're digging in and nothing gets around us. God, I love this job. Yeah, buddy! Get it! Knock it down! Our boy's got the instinct. He got it from his mama. 
missed you at Three Rock, man. Hey, too bad he's with us now. Bumping up on your left. Took you too long enough. Ha! Oh, we got Joe. I've got your back, Bodie. Bodie, what are you doing? While Fire Country is catching on like wildfire, the biggest premiere of the night might be Blue Bloods, which is embarking on its final ride-along. The Tom Selleck-led show announced in November that this would be the last season, even if Selleck, who plays family patriarch Frank Reagan, said he's not quite ready to say farewell. The marathon starts tonight on CBS with SWAT at 8, Fire Country at 9, and Blue Bloods at 10. All of them will stream the next day on Paramount+. And be sure to check out EW.com for a really fascinating op-ed written by Fire Country star Diane Farr, who urges age parody among TV and movie characters. Trivia. It's trivia time. While Blue Bloods is the longest-running show Tom Selleck has starred on at 275 episodes, he's just as well-known for his 158-episode run as private investigator and mustache model Thomas Magnum on Magnum P.I. But Selleck has the unique distinction of appearing as Thomas Magnum on three different shows. The character was the star, of course, of Magnum P.I., cameoed on Simon & Simon, and appeared on what other series? Was it Friends, Murder, She Wrote, or Perry Mason? Stick around for the answer, as well as our top two picks and soundbite of the week. What to Watch will be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. We are inching closer and closer toward the Oscars, and Jimmy Kimmel is back as host. On Jimmy Kimmel Live this week, he teased his trip to Oscars Land, a journey that accidentally sends him to Barbie World, and an encounter with Kate McKinnon's Weird Barbie, and our soundbite of the week. Welcome. You must be midlife crisis, Ken. No. Lost everything in the divorce, Ken? No. Probably should have gone to size up in that tuxedo, Ken. No, I'm Jimmy. I'm Kimmel. I'm hosting the Oscars, and I'm lost, and I really need to get back to Hollywood. Did you find GPS threatening to your masculinity? I have just the thing for you, Kimmy Jimmel. Let's go. Well, we are sure Jimmy Kimmel will make it to Oscars land before the ceremony on March 10th. In the meantime, you can always stream Barbie on Max. Number two. Coming off the high note of The Voices finale in December, more singing competitions are on the way. American Idol starts a fresh journey on Sunday, looking to crown a new champion. Now, we often remember the singers who emerged victorious, like Kelly Clarkson, Fantasia Barrino, Candace Glover, and Carrie Underwood. 
However, it's the personal stories that really propel the show and get fans so deeply invested in the journey. Here's a preview of one of this season's first auditions as McKenna Breinholt shares how she wound up on the audition stage. Hi guys. What's, What's your name? McKenna Breinholt. I'm 25. And where are you from? Gilbert, Arizona. Is your family in music? No, I actually was adopted. I found out I was adopted as early as I was able to understand it. My mom struggled for several years trying to get pregnant, and eventually they decided to go through the adoption process. I have the best family in the world. They've always supported me. When I turned 21, I sat my parents down and asked them to tell me any information they had on my birth mom. They told me her name was Amy Ross Lopez. She was a musician and she had passed away. I just wanted to know where I came from. And then just this last summer, I came into contact with my entire birth family and found out that they all sing, all of them. So you have talked to your, you haven't met or? Not in person, but we talked on FaceTime. Okay, FaceTime. Did so they tell we're meeting in like three weeks. Oh. Mm -hmm. Are you nervous? No. Are you excited? I feel like I've known them my whole life. So. Of course. Um, well, we're excited to hear you sing. What are you going to sing awesome. for us? Sing There Was Jesus by Zach Williams and Dolly Parton. Oh. Wow. How fitting. Yeah. Turn it around a little bit. Every time I try to make it on my own. Oh, well, if that story just didn't get the tears flowing, wait until the end of that audition. Judges Luke Bryan, Lionel Richie, and Katy Perry are back in the judges' seats, though this will be a farewell tour for Perry, who announced that she'll be leaving the show after this season. The two-hour premiere of American Idol arrives Sunday at 8 on ABC and will be available to stream the next day on Hulu. This is me now telling you our number one pick this weekend, Jennifer Lopez's most ambitious project to date. Ten years after her last film, she is giving us new music in the form of her album, This Is Me Now, and with it, a cinematic companion to her album, This Is Me Now, A Love Story. The movie meets extended music video is a fictionalized rendering of Jennifer Lopez's storied love life, told through striking visual sequences and her new songs. Have listened to the trailer, which includes some snippets of those. I know what they say about me. About hopeless romantics. That we're weak. And I'm not weak. I learned the hard way. Not all love stories have a happy ending. Time's up. Let's pick this back up next week. I just wanna... What are you guys doing here? Wanna... We think you might be a sex addict. Every time I see you. What? Maybe. Third time's the charm? This guy don't stand a chance. This is me. Haven't been sleeping well lately. I guess I never have. When I was little, I used to share a room with my sister. She used to sleep so peacefully. This is me. And I just used to lie there awake thinking, 
How does anybody sleep that way? When your heart never goes to sleep. I know. You feel like nobody gets you. I don't even get me. It's never enough for you. He's a liar. I've never lied to you. And the constant criticism? She thinks I'm her employee. This is me Being with you feels like home. But I left home for a reason. Whenever someone asked me what I wanted to be when I grew up, my answer was always... in love. must respect the ebb and flow of the universe. Now, in the vein of other cinematic music projects like Lemonade, This Is Me Now is Lopez's most personal project yet, but it almost didn't happen. She self-financed the film with a reported price tag of at least $20 million. And at one point, a studio was signing on to distribute the project, but then pulled out at the last second. EW's Maureen Lee Linker spoke with Lopez and wondered if that almost discouraged her from making the film at all. Did any part of you consider scrapping it? And what kept you going? Yes, 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 yes. It was like, oh, should we just do this? Should we just make this part of it? Should we just do one or two songs or, you know, there was a lot of moments where it was just like, why, why am I doing this? I mean, throughout the whole thing, even when I decided to do it, while I was doing it, I was thinking maybe I shouldn't be doing this. So it was just, um, it was very challenging. It was a big risk. Yeah. But what kept you going throughout that? I don't know. Just something inside me just would not, just, I just felt like it was something I really wanted to do that I had to do, that it was a something beautiful and um, that had a beautiful message that I wanted to share. Well, with This Is Me Now, Lopez gives her fans a glimpse of her rawest, most vulnerable self, an idea she addresses further in a documentary about the making of the film, which premieres February 27th. Now, it may be a dramatized version of her personal life, but through song and dance, she is frank about her well-documented love life and her difficult journey to self-love. Lopez tells us more. What I've realized is that being more my my real self and being unafraid to show that um, is takes more strength than anything else in life. And I feel like I hid a part of myself from, like it says in the doc, for a long time, you know, where I was just like always put your best foot forward, always kind of like show up and show business and da-da and laugh and all that kind of stuff. And entertain people but there was a part of myself that I wasn't not just not admitting to the public but not admitting to myself yeah and I had to I had to do that to grow I had to do that to become more fully myself and that's really what this is me now is about is embracing all of who you are you know in an in an in not unapolog- unapologetically because I feel like that has like a negative connotation to it but in a way that is very wholesome. Wholesome, but also quite a spectacle with a very heartfelt message, pun not intended. The film also, by the way, includes some incredible cameos, including Ben Affleck, Jane Fonda, Kiki Palmer, Fat Joe, Derek Huff, Sofia Vergara, and Jennifer Lewis. You can see them and Lopez in all her glory in This Is Me Now, a love story, streaming on Amazon Prime Video. And 
And finally this weekend, the answer to our trivia question. Blue Blood star Tom Selleck is best known for starring on Magnum P.I. as Thomas Magnum. That character appeared on three different shows. Magnum P.I., a cameo on Simon & Simon, and which other show? Friends, Murder, She Wrote, or Perry Mason? Well, Selleck had a 10-episode run on Friends, but not as Thomas Magnum. And the original Perry Mason predates Selleck's acting career. No, Thomas Magnum made a trip to the crime-addled town of Cabot Cove in a 1986 episode of Murder, She Wrote. And that is it for our show this weekend. We'll have more news and musty picks for you on Monday, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm Executive Editor Jared Hall. You can find us on X, formerly known as Twitter, at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great weekend. This episode of What to Watch was written by Dustin Nelson, Samantha Heifel, Maureen Lee Linker, and EW staff. Edited by Sammy Junio and hosted and produced by Jared Hall. One, two, watch.